This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 32 of Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we discuss what's in our barn first aid kits, how to decide which oils to feed your horse. In Critter Nutrition, we talk about tweaking formulas. And in Coffee Clatch, we talk about our favorite funny riding experience. This is Tigger Montague. And this is Patty Perucci, and you're listening to Healthy Critters Radio on the Hearst Radio Network. So, Patty P, what, what's what's up? Tigger, I have not told you something I've done. Oh, God. I'm it's not, it's not, well, there's nothing to be afraid of. It's actually, it, well, you know me well enough to know. I went to an acupuncturist for the first time. Awesome. I know. And it was, I have decided that I'm going to make an honest attempt to, uh, try and take better care of myself, which is really hard because I, I live with me all the time and I'm a whole lot of person to deal with. But I am. Um, yeah. And it was kind of it was really interesting because I um, uh, our good mutual friend, Nancy Murray, uh, knows a gal that's not far from here and um, really highly recommended her. But she does two different types of acupuncture, one where they don't use needles at all. And so if you kind of go in and you're a little bit overwhelmed by the idea um, and I'm not afraid of needles, it's, but I'm highly sensitive to weird, you know, things like that. And it really was, <laughs> I know you're going, hello. Um, but she, you don't want to wanna know what I'm nope, doing right nope. now. Oh, well, no, what? I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm laughing so hard at, at the tears are rolling down my face. Because <laughs> you're going, hello. But it was, um, I, I, well, she didn't kick me out of the room right away. Because I, I like, I was like, yeah, I want to do this, but I don't want you to touch me with needles. <laughs> She's like, huh. But it ended up being really fine. But it was just, it was an interesting experience. And I'm, you know, I'm doing it so that when I, you know, ride, I can feel you know, continue to feel very even and stay very balanced. But I have tennis elbow and it's really affected me all the way up through my shoulder. And, um, and it's, and I really am starting, I mean, I'm beginning to notice when I ride that I don't feel as even. And I, I've always prided myself on being very square in the saddle. So anyway, I was, it, it really was an interesting experience. And the big thing is that I definitely noticed a difference in my elbow, which is fascinating because it's been, Oh, at least eight weeks of pretty resonating pain and it's gone, not completely gone, but it's gone. And I didn't have to do any steroid shots or any stupid crap that everybody kept suggesting. So I'm so thrilled. So it's cool. Well, you know, this is very synchronistic. Why? Because, um, I've started getting body work from, um, a guy named Jean Pierre. Oh, and he does body work and um, applies acupuncture uh, in in coordination with the body work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have nicknamed him uh, Jean-Pierre Lassade, Dassade, okay. as, as in the Marquis Dassade, um, <laughs> as in sadist. I'm um, sure he, he really likes you. <laughs> <laughs> 
when he works on me, it hurts so badly for seconds right. um, that I, you know, I threaten to kill him, mm-hmm. kick him, mm-hmm. bite him. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, and then the pain's gone and I feel right. so much better. But what I love about him is he does horses, he does dogs, and oh, he does cool. humans. And he comes to your house. See, that's pretty nice. So you you do have moments of pain, but then afterwards, it's I I, I feel like all my energy has been sort of recirculated or rearranged, mm-hmm. and my feet aren't as cold. Oh, good. Oh, wow. It's okay. Really interesting. Yeah. And my knee is really good. So he just opens up all these meridians of right. energy to my knee. Yeah. And, the, and I had Amazing. that experience. I had a meridian go down the right, like uh, she put a needle in and it was almost, I can't, I'm trying to, like I have in my mind, I don't know how to describe it, but she put the needle in and I felt, I guess it was a meridian open and it was sort of like it filled up with water or, you know, that it was just the weirdest feeling and it wasn't. And that's the big thing is that, you know, what I, I just didn't want to go in and have a painful experience at all. Like I wasn't interested in that. And I did and. It was amazing how much more I could handle than I thought I could, which I'm sure happens all the time. Um, I mean, obviously, you've done this a little more than I have, and you can handle more. Um, but it was it was just – it was really a balance. It really made me feel so much more centered and balanced. And she um, – you know, and I think a lot of horse trainers um, have, they have to have a, a certain amount of boundless energy because you're doing this all day long and you want to stay, you know, focused and energized for every rider and every horse. And, um, you know, I find that by a certain part of the day, I'm just exhausted. And uh, I I just wasn't today, which was interesting. It was like definitely a different feeling. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to go back next week and do it again. And I'm getting my next treatment thursday so oh cool okay well we can check in i'll think of you <laughs> yeah i'll think of you oh that's so cool <laughs> so let's let's get on with the show let's and do it. um yeah. if you have any acupuncture experiences go to healthycrittersradio.com and let us know about them <laughs> i i accidentally jabbed myself with my wire brush does that count <laughs> yes I think so. totally I think totally counts cool yes, it totally yeah counts. yeah well, in, in, lieu, in lieu of a guest this week, we're going to have a little chit-chat about emergency kits, and that's coming up. So what is in your, your typical first aid kits uh, in your barns? What are some of the important things that you, you know, you would not, you would not go without? You would always want to have on hand. Well, Tigger, you know my and your very number one thing that you have for everything. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. We're going to write a book someday. It's going to be, I think we're up oh, to like two. coconut oil. Of course. <laughs> I have coconut oil for everything. Everything. That's funny, coconut oil. <laughs> well, but we had a thing going there for a couple of years. 101 just, uses yeah, of coconut yeah. oil. 101 uses for coconut yeah. oil. <laughs> and then you would, you would, <laughs> and then I started using it as lip balm and you're like, oh my gosh, that was such a great idea. And then you would ju- we just kept going on. It's so good to get like, if they have bumpy stuff on their skin and you just let it sit on there and then it just comes right off. I mean, that's good. You can use it. I mean, because if you say first aid kit, you're thinking of horses and people, right? Hey, hey I got a question. Um, can you take coconut oil and rub it on their forehead and then peel it off later to get the stupid out of them? <laughs> I don't that think work? that's a thing. Uh, oh, dang. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So what do you, what do you have, Tigger? So I have colloidal silver. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Because it's I should have said it. Can you ask me again? I want to say that one. A <laughs> great antibiotic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have Bach flower rescue remedy. Oh. Just in case a horse is really stressed and I want to get a homeopathic into them really quickly. Okay. How about you, Jennifer? I don't have anything that interesting. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. What do you have? Now, now I want to know. Well, um, I always have a couple of bottles of wine. Of, of wine, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier, but I thought that wasn't appropriate for myself. Okay, yeah, sorry. I love that. <laughs> I keep a couple of bottles of water, the little quartz, the little size that you carry around all the time in the barn. And I always have a Ziploc baggie full of salt packets that I've stolen from various and sundry restaurants. Yes, I'm an old person. But you can put the salt packet in the bottle of water and then you shake it up. And then you just poke a hole in the bottom of the bottle of water because the bottles are so thin and you can squirt it. It's really handy. Because that way, oh, if you don't have running water, you can still rinse out wounds with the saline solution. Oh. It's very handy. That's, that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's really good. That's that's what I carry on the road with me if I cuz you, you buy a bottle of saline and it's $5.99 for 8 ounces and it's going to go bad, right? You're not going to probably yeah. use it and that just drove me crazy cuz I would go to use it and go, "Oh, this is a year and a half old or I'd have to buy a new one." And I go, "Wait a minute, this will work." So I that's always keep idea. um a couple of those around and what else do I have that's just like, "Oh, Got to have that. Always have fly masks around because they're great for uh, mm. keeping eyeballs in the shade and things like that when they get eyeball injuries. And they always seem to get eyeball injuries at the wrong time. Of course. Yeah. When is an eyeball injury good? Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else is really handy? Um, those dumb little headlamps that you can buy online. I have one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. They're great for peering into the deep, dark crevices of hooves and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um. You know, Tigger, another big really on, good one. on um, you know, vet wrap and four by fours. Got to have a jillion mm. of those, yeah. Uh, yeah. And betadine. And about that, I have betadine down because that's obviously a staple. That's a necessity. Yeah. yeah. And, vet you know, and the, the basic triple antibiotic. Yep. Very handy. Yes. Yeah, very handy. Very handy. You know, something that I found useful um, over the years is. You can buy something called an anticoagulant bandage. Oh, that's um, which, interesting. Well, you know what an anticoagulant... Uh, uh, yeah. Instead of using a blood stop powder, right. sometimes right. you want to put the bandage on. Right. Because you put the powder on, well, then you got to put something on top of the powder to make the powder stay. And you can get little... They look like a 4 by 4 square, but they've got the blood stop stuff in them. And you splat them on there, and then you attach it to the critter with tape or vet wrap, whatever you want. And they're darned handy in when you're in the middle of a cluster on the road. I like having those around. Oh, that's a good thing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also like Malaluca honey. Um, oh, if you're trying you mean, to be... Yeah. Don't you mean Manuka honey? But Did I say Malaluca? Manuka. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said I was thinking Malaluca. No, I've started my own honey. Manuka. It's Malaluka Manuka. Yes, Manuka, honey. Um, I got that from Lisa lot. That was such a good thing that she taught me. Yeah. That's a super honey. 
Oh, Antibiotic, great. antibacterial. Yep. Yeah. So what else? What else do, what does everybody have? I, bandage scissors. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Bandage the kind that scissors. will cut pennies? Sorry. Those really tough ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, these are the nice ones that you can cut vet wrap with because I'm not good at ripping it. Oh, no. Mm. When you try to rip the vet wrap, you basically ruin an entire roll of vet wrap. Is what you do. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I know. And you, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, of course, the thermometer. Thermometer. Oh, and now, do you, are, you, um, are you digital or old school? Digital. I mean, I'm, I'm the three-second one. Ugh, old school. Yeah. <laughs> I've broken too many of those. <laughs> oh. Knock on wood. Yeah. I have had the yeah. same thermometer for 30 years. <laughs> Is oh, wow. that right? Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. Same thermometer, same hole punch. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Um, like? Oh, another good thing. Go ahead. Is um is uh, animal index. Oh, I yes. always they're handy. Index. And and a poultice. I always have yep. poultice material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I tend to keep dried poultice, poultice powder around, rather than a bucket of pre-made poultice because I use it so rarely. If I then I go to use it, it's dried up and turned into a brick. That's so smart. You should get some of BioStar's dry poultice. Yeah, you guys make dry poultice. What's it called again? Yeah. We have uh, Origin and Hoof and Soul. And it's, it, yours has the, like, doesn't it have, like, the Dead Sea it's, salts and Yeah, it has super it? clays in it. I mean, yeah. clays nobody else would use. Yeah, it's the good stuff. And the salt is so essential for a poultice. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. 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 And it comes, in, it comes in dry form, so I can make it myself, right? Yeah, you just buy the dry form and keep it in your tack box. And when you need it. Add some mm-hmm. apple cider vinegar or water, and you got yeah. poultice. Oh, apple cider wow. vinegar is a great idea. Yeah. 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 Oh, what else do I have in there that's odd that somebody might not have? Because, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. I love the usuals. You know? you know something I yeah. keep in my emergency kit at all times? Shoelaces. Shoelaces? It's amazing what you can fix with a shoelace. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I have duct tape. And duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. It, yeah. I, I love it, me it, some duct tape. It marries well with duct tape. Yeah, I have leopard you print duct tape. Anything with duct tape. Almost. It's true. Yeah, that's true. But duct tape. Got I mean, duct I tape fixed is... fences temporarily with duct oh, tape. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You bet. But you know, when you're in a real pinch and your horse breaks the crown piece on his halter, you can repair it with a couple of shoelaces if you have to. Wow. I would have gone with duct tape. <laughs> Me too. I would have gone with duct tape. Shoelaces. Better tinsel strength. Wow. Okay, well, now we know. Although, if you wanted to, you could make an entirely new crown piece with layers of duct tape, now that you say that. Punch holes well, in it. And you're having done. said that, one of the young men that used to work for me um, <laughs> is amazing with duct tape. Andy, uh, as you know, Tigger. Yeah. And Andy, he was just so funny. Um, every Christmas, we would do a Secret Santa where everybody would have a gift. And I would always make it $10 or under, which actually is quite harder than you think and it had to be interesting and funny and every year Andy's thing was about ten dollars worth of duct tape and he would make a uh, a package or he'd wrap it in duct tape and it was unbelievable and there was another year where somebody's wallet was stolen so he made them a wallet out of duct tape like the credit like a billfold like a man's billfold true story 
True story. It was for Kelly Farmer. And it and he put in red duct tape KF and then you open it up. I don't even know how he did it. And he duct tape it, you know, duct tape backed onto each other. It was like a little billfold. She could put her credit cards in it and she could put money. I'm serious. I'll show it to you, Tigger. It is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Well, the other person that comes to mind that is a, a whiz with duct tape is Jim Coford. Not yes, in an artistic sense, but yes. I, I mean, a, he'll ride in boots that yes. are held together with duct tape. Yes, I have seen foot. that. We've <laughs> yes. all seen that. In fact, it's amazing what he can get done with duct tape. It is. Yeah. It's probably the most essential thing you can have in your barn. I think so. I truly believe and so. And string. Hay string. And that's another thing. Hay string isn't what it used to be. This fancy no, schmancy new plastic hay string. Don't like it. I don't like, like it. them at all. No. Oh, I, I haven't ooh, I haven't dealt with that. And another another thing I found very useful a while back when my I had a horse that had a degloving injury. Oh. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, so there was a lot of ooze involved for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I found um disposable incontinence pads they make for beds. Mm-hmm. invaluable because it would just soak right through the bandage and then the bandage would stick and it was like, Ugh! and they were fabulous and a lot less bulky than a diaper. Wow. For, for injuries that are going to have, that are going to be oozy. Yeah, they were great. So I always kept oh, a box wow. of those around. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's he- healthy critters. Uh, <laughs> first aid kit tips of the week <laughs> there you go <laughs> tell us what you have in your your kit we want to know yeah yeah let us know right. if we missed anything or if you use something that we haven't mentioned we want to hear about it absolutely hi hedwig how are you I'm doing lovely today. It's my turn to ask you a question. I'm very excited. I am going to give you the facts. Give me the facts. Oh, I so appreciate that. The truth. We need, there we... will be no alternative truth. No Just alternative the one truth. truth. The truth of Hetty. The truth the of Hetty. Absolutely. The head truth. We want to know, should doggies toys, and I, I realize that you're probably above doggy toys, but other dogs do play with doggy toys. Should doggy toys have squeakers? Or not? Well, I am a newfound expert on this question, for I have a small mutant gerbil brother, and he loves toys. Yes, our entire life is now his toys. And if I may say, the most irritating one is the squeaky lamb toy, which he likes to play with in the middle of the night. The middle of the night. Why would you begin squeaking a lamb toy in the middle of the night, you little mutant gerbil freak? This is why you have no friends. <laughs> Do you, uh, can you tell our listeners what, what breed of gerbil your, your, your new brother is? The little mutant gerbil freak has a breed? They raise <laughs> him intentionally? Yes. Oh. <laughs> So you recommend no. no squeaker? Well, for the evening hours, at the very least, the squeaky lamb toy should be put somewhere else. Like, oh, I don't know, the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Our friend Sabi stole the squeaky worm toy. Thank you, Sabi, you precious creature. You best animal unite among knights. Yeah, Sabi goes into the bedroom where the uh, gerbil puppy and the Pomeranian queens live, and he steals the toys. <laughs> this is my fine. Oh, yeah. No problem. Have the ball. No worries. <laughs> so oh, as, as yeah. a follow-up question, Hedwig, in your mm-hmm. opinion, and your opinion is the opinion, what, of course. what is the ideal dog toy? Well, I never wanted to play with toys until we got the gerbil. And then it turns out there's this thing. It's a, like a little pacifier ring with little nubs on it. I, I just go to town. I just chew and chew and chew and chew and chew my head off. It's perfect. It's a nylabone, apparently, dental chew. And I love it like I have never loved an item in my entire life. Do you love it, love it as much as cheese, Hedwig? I love it so much more than cheese because it doesn't die at <gasps> oh the end. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. So now we know no- knobbly, nylabone, round, nubbly t- wow. toys are the thing to have. Now yeah. Perfect, perfect toy. Well, thank I you, Hedwig. I can just spend hours with it thank you Hedwig well we would love to spend hours with you but I know you have important things to take care of this evening and we wanted to say thank you very much for spending a little time with us and uh, you go on over there and enjoy your Nylabone knobbly dental chew (laughs) should we ever get home I'm sure I will thank you so much for your kind hearted good wishes (laughs) bye bye Hedwig thanks Eddie ice boots on the horse Ah, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> well, good night, all. Bye. Night. night. And now it's time for the breed of the show. So we're now at the Tigopedia section of our show. And Tigger, um, our question for you today, and it's a very good one, is how do you decide what oils, what type of oil to give your horse? So... Um, I, I, I'm going to answer that by, um, talking about the quality of the oils, because that for me is where you start with an oil choice. Okay. So what I mean by that is, um, there are, there are a number of oils like canola and Mm -hmm. corn and vegetable and soy. They're, um, solvent extracted. They heat it to the point of killing all the nutrients in it. So those are oils that aren't, that I would never recommend or use. Okay. So if you're going to, you know, feed an oil for various and sundry reasons, the first thing to look at is, well, you know, what's the quality of the oil? Is it unrefined? Is it, is it refined? So in the unrefined oil category, Flax oil is a great oil. It has high omega-3s, so that's important, particularly for horses that um, in the winter are not on pasture or the pasture is okay. dead and doesn't, and doesn't provide any omega-3s. Okay. Horses that mostly are getting hay only um, and feed 
generally need more omega-3, so flax oil is a good choice. Remember, any fat that is in oil form is going to be digested more rapidly. So that is a benefit uh, if you need it for energy. Okay. Um, Then there is... There are oils like hemp seed oil. That is higher in omega-6 than omega-3, but it has something unique, which is called GLA, gamma-linoleic acid. And GLA regulates the prostaglandins. Those are these hormone-like substances in the body, and they are inflammatory and anti-inflammatory. And in, in a healthy balance, they just sort of modulate together. And what GLA does is it decreases the pro-inflammatory prostaglandin and elevates the anti-inflammatory. Okay. So if you're dealing with like inflammation in the gut, if uh, mares that are cycling and they get really witchy and irritated, you'd want to feed hemp oil. Um, okay. Hemp oil is very good also for humans who get PMS. Because, again, regulating those prostaglandins. Okay. Um, The other oil I really like is camelina oil. Right. Camelina is false flax. It's the perfect ratio of omega-3, 6, and 9. And it's a very, uh, one of the highest, richest sources of vitamin E. And it's not just alpha-tocopherol. It's alpha-tocopherol, beta-tocopherol, delta-tocopherol. So you're getting the family, the vitamin E family, not just an isolated part of vitamin E. And my fourth choice in oils is, of course, our favorite, coconut. <laughs> it's the uh, purpose oil. Um, coconut does not. It is. <laughs> it is. It, it doesn't offer much in the omega-3 category because it's a medium chain um, fat. So the benefits of it is it contains um, something called lauric acid. And lauric acid is converted in the body to monolaurin. Okay. Monolaurin is a a immune regulator. So colostrum, while providing energy for muscles and organs, because it's a medium chain fat, not a long chain fat, it has a great benefit for the immune system. So those are my, you know, go-to oils uh, for horses. So, but the number one thing is, is that is, is with choosing an oil is understanding why you're choosing it, right? Isn't that a big factor in, you know, like you just just described, you know, if it's winter, um, which everybody right now is dealing with and there's not, um, a lot of, you know, grass and stuff. I mean, that's the biggest thing, um, for people to figure out is like how to make that connection, you know, which oil to go for what, I mean, do people change their oils seasonally? Um, I would say that a lot of people rotate oils. Mm-hmm. Um, they may rotate from coconut in the summer to um, uh, like a camelina in the winter, particularly because okay. hay is pretty low in vitamin E. Right. Um, hemp oil, particularly if you've got inflammation in the gut, particularly if you're dealing with hindgut ulcers. Um, and I, I think it's a good idea to rotate and change oils. Okay. So camelina is, is, is kind of a, um, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of a, I like it better than flax. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it has that vitamin E component. Yeah. Right. Which is important. Okay. Which is critical. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good information. I think that's, uh, will be good for our listeners. Um, 
to hear about different types of oils that they can use and for different reasons and different seasons. But obviously our number one choice is always coconut oil because there's so many uses for it. Exactly. (laughs) And it's an awesome, you you know, lip balm. It is. I know. (laughs) Today I'm going to talk about tweaking formulas. You know, I have a compulsion to tweak, adjust, sort of mess with recipes, my GPS, and formulas. (laughs) I have this nagging little voice in my head that says, this can be better. Everyone at Biostar has become accustomed to my bouts of tweaking. Rick, our general manager, now just sighs when I burst into his office with a great new ingredient or one of my out-of-the-box solutions. I don't doubt that the production team probably grits their collective teeth when I'm out of the room. But it seems everyone at Biostar accepts the fact that no formula or procedure is written in stone. Recently, I reviewed Theracom EQ. As I went down the list of ingredients, I began to question the inclusion of holy basil when the formula also provided ashwagandha. These are two adaptogenic plants that fundamentally are circulatory, endocrine, and glandular body balancers. Both can reduce cortisol, but only ashwagandha can help increase serotonin in the brain. Did Theracom need both? One voice in my brain said, don't mess with success, and I might have abandoned the tweaking at that point, but I kept feeling that Theracom needed more gut support. Then I came across an interesting Ayurvedic plant being used in some horse feeds in England called Haritaki. Haritaki is described in Ayurveda as remover of diseases. It is considered the best plant for the digestive system and the lungs. It has been used in Ayurvedic, Tibetan, and traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. In Tibetan medicine, it is known as the king of medicine. And nearly all the Tibetan herbal formulas contain this plant. Haritaki is one of the tridoshic plants in Ayurveda, meaning balancing to the three different body-mind types called doshas. Its long use in animals and humans includes gastrointestinal disorders, particularly ulcers, as well as respiratory disorders. Haritaki is a tree that grows in the sub-Himalayan regions and in all deciduous forests in India. The fruits of the Haritaki tree are used in various Ayurvedic, traditional Chinese medicine, and Tibetan herbal formulas. One of the recent studied phenolic compounds of Haritaki is chibulic acid, a component of chubulinic acid. The Haritaki fruit contains 30% chibulic acid. Published research demonstrated the cytoprotective effects of Haritaki on the gastric mucosa. The wow factor for me in reading this study was that it compared the effects of Haritaki against sucralfate and omeprazole in rats. According to the study, chebolinic acid exerted better protective effect against ethanol-induced gastric lesions in comparison to the reference drug sucralfate. In addition, the study highlighted chebolinic acid influence using inhibition of the proton pump. It showed that chebolinic acid inhibited the proton pump activity comparable to the reference drug omeprazole. 
The study also highlighted the cytoprotective ability of chebolinic acid by testing its effect against non-steroidal anti-inflammatory induced ulcer models. Chebolinic acid increased mucin content and demonstrated 55.53% protection in aspirin in induced gastric ulcers, with a meprazole demonstrating 58.30% protection. The study concluded chebolinic acid inhibits the formation of gastric lesions in rats by inhibiting acid secretion and through cytoprotective effects. Now Theracom includes this important traditional fruit to support the GI tract of horses. The addition of haritake is of particular benefit to horses that are ulcer sensitive and ulcer recurrent. With its cytoprotective properties, haritake can increase mucosal protection and reduce gastric mucosal injury and necrosis. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. In Coffee Clatch, we are going to talk about funny horse riding stories, (laughs) (laughs) of which we have many. Yes. Um, So so many. Patty, uh, what's one of your funny? Well, you know, at first when we, when you were saying this is what we were going to do, I was like, I gosh, I mean, I, I, it always takes me a second, and then just like five just hit me. But one of the, (laughs) one of the most. There's so many memorable ones, but one of the most memorable ones I had was um, I had bought a very young Nimador gelding from Holland, and he, Laurie, you remember Laurie, oh, yeah. and he was a spicy little booger, and um, it, I was living at the farm, which you know was 400 acres of um, beautiful places to go trail riding, and you know why not take a horse that just came from Holland into a huge 80 acre field with a big hill, right? And, and, and run, run up the hill and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm just, I mean, and I had been doing hill work with him. It wasn't like I just randomly did. Well, I got to the top of the hill and one of those, um, buzzards was sitting on the fence, which I did not notice on the way up. Well, as I approached the fence, the buzzard expanded his wings to which Laurie spun around like nothing I'd ever seen. Cause I, m- I remember thinking, huh, that's not going to turn out well. And before I knew it, I was going down the hill on a very, very abrupt version of the hill. Like the- I came up a nice sloping part of it, but the other side was a sheer drop off. And I just remember seriously seeing the scene of man from snowy river where the guy's like running. Have you ever seen that movie where the guy's going straight down this hill and he's his heads all the way back on the horse's croup? Well, that was me. And I kept thinking, I can't <laughs> believe this is how I'm going to go, but God, this is fun. <laughs> 
anyway, I ended up fine. I was, but it was one, it was a little bit harrowing, but I just remember thinking to myself, that was so much fun, but I will never do that again. Never, ever. So, how about so, you? so yeah, it was just, <laughs> so, um, a couple of friends of mine and I made it a, a sort of a tradition that every January we would go out for a week to this ranch in Arizona <laughs> called the Circle Z. I think I know the story. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we liked to go in January because there weren't a lot of guests. And that meant that um, because we were all, you know, experienced riders, to say the least. So we got our own Wrangler, right? So then, because we were good riders, we could just go out with the Wrangler and have a good time. And the Wrangler really, Wranglers liked us because we could really ride, right? So mm-hmm. they, so we got this Wrangler one year, and his name was Hado, H-A-D-D-O. And he thought we were the funniest, <laughs> you know, sort of the cougar young guy thing. Yeah. Well, it was against the ranch rules to ride with alcohol, right? <laughs> Five days into it, we, we were great friends with Otto, right? So he said, oh, you know, I'll get some saddlebags and we'll sneak a little tequila. So, <laughs> so we go steal some limes from the kitchen, some salt. Otto had the tequila. We sneak it into our saddlebags, and it's a really cold day. I mean, in January, it can get really cold in Arizona. And it probably wasn't much above freezing, you know, at 35 degrees. And we're all dressed in our long, you know, ranch coats. And we get on our horses, and we ride out in the middle of nowhere. And Hato decides it's a good time to have tequila. So we all get off our horses. We pass this shot around. <laughs> Salt, they don't want. Now, I don't drink. Mm. I do not drink alcohol. So give me a shot of tequila. And I couldn't get back on my horse. I fell down. Oh, no. I stuck one foot in the stirrup and fell and laid oh, there no. on the ground oh, laughing. I bet you did. I bet you did. <laughs> so I had to have Otto, like, literally boost me into the saddle. <laughs> Oh, what I would have given. Yeah, that was the last time I ever uh, drank and rode. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Jennifer. All right, Jennifer. All right. We have have a choice of two stories. Will our story involve a fire hose or a turkey? What? Well, you have a uh, choice of two stories. Do you want the, the fire hose story? Or the turkey story. Oh, turkey. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm up for either one. All right. Well, I heard turkey first, so I'll tell the story. And this is, this is, a, this is a group story. This is a Glenn and I story. Oh, God. And uh, longtime listeners of the Horse Radio Network know that Glenn is not a horse person. He's a horse husband. And he he's has a learned- driver. He's a driver, but he's not a horse person. He's not one of those people that lives to be around horses. He really ah. loves horse people way more than horses. Ah. And um, we went on a vacation to Tennessee a few years back. 
And for the first time ever in our 25 plus years together, he agreed to do something horsey on vacation. So we found a reputable rent-a-horse-for-a-trail-ride outfit in Tennessee in the mountains. And we showed up out there, and we boarded our horses, and he got a lovely five-gated saddle bread so he didn't have to do any work at all, just hold on to the reins with one hand and the saddle horn with the other. And uh, went for our little trail ride, and we headed out of the establishment and had to walk across a small wooden bridge that covered a, a wash at the base of the mountain. We weren't out eh, maybe five minutes. You could have thrown a rock back to the barn. And as we cross this lovely, um, picturesque bridge with the sun setting behind us, I hear a woof, woof, woof sound. And there comes a turkey from a tree, and it landed on Glenn's horse's head. Yes, uh, Glenn the non-rider uh, is now uh, on a horse uh, with a turkey uh, on his head. <laughs> No, no, I'm not joking. It was a turkey hen and its feet hit the horse's head on the way oh to the ground. God. Luckily, it, didn't, it did not God. last. It, it didn't stay there long. Um, and much to oh Glenn's credit, because I thought that's it. I was about 50, 50 feet behind him. I thought, well, if that's it, we're going to turn around and come home. That's it. Glenn's not going to do this. Right. He uh, he held it together. I think he might have peed a little bit, but he held it together. <laughs> he did not scream. And his steady five-gated saddlebred gelding didn't miss a Okay, beat. that's remarkable. Didn't that miss is a beat. remarkable. I tried really hard to buy that horse at the end of the trail ride, and he would not give it up. <laughs> that's remarkable. Wow. So I don't care. I'll ship it to Florida happen. from Tennessee. I don't care. I want that horse. <laughs> oh, boy. That's amazing. Yeah. A turkey landed on his head. Swat! Did right you laugh? I didn't laugh. I was just, I couldn't believe what I was singing. I was just sitting back there. In complete and utter disbelief. I didn't... Oh, I'm sure no. you were. And the guide guy didn't even know it was happening because he was in front of Glenn and, you know, he didn't see it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and all this time I was worried, oh, my goodness, we're going to see a bear. We had the bear bells and he had the gun and the whole thing. We're riding the mountains in Tennessee, bears. No, turkey. <laughs> okay, so you got attacked by a turkey. Got attacked wow. by a turkey. So if you're going to be in turkey country, ride that. a saddlebred. No, not everybody can say that. Wow. There you go. So that's my funny story. Wow. Okay. That's a good that that was a good story. That was a good story. We'll yeah. we'll save we'll save the fire hose one for another time. I was gonna say that yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> so send us your funny stories if you've had a funny experience riding. Um you know, let us know. Yeah. We I'm sure I'm stories. sure there's some doozies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of doozies, we have a doozy of a super cool closing today, don't we? Oh, and it's coming do. up soon, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening everyone and thanks to our sponsor BioStar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog.
hug your horse, feed your chickens, clean your litter box, dance with your goat, slither with your snakes, howl at the moon, hang with your hamster, party with your parrot, waddle with your walrus, outwit your otter, cuddle your cow, rap with your raptor, go chipping with your chipmunks, and forgive your fox while hedging with your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon, gyrate with your giraffe, meditate with a meerkat, Uber with an orangutan, Facebook with your flamingo, ponder with your panda, walk with your wookie, yawn with your yak, Bear with your toucan, go raining with your reindeer, dropbox your dragon, snapchat with your salamander, take a selfie with your squirrel, and FaceTime with your ferret. (laughs) 